Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 444 for the week of October 21st, 2017. I'm your host, Chris Privetier. I am here, joined by my wife, Anna Marie Privetier. Good morning. Joined by Kelly Ryan, resident cat expert. Yes. Um, Alex Fuller, resident um, soccer addict. I don't. What are you into now? Well, I no. Just... no. <laughs> Football, Alec. Football addict. No, yeah. Not even this year. I play hockey. You play hockey. Field hockey? No, hockey hockey. Yes. Hockey, hockey in in Britain? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a it's, thing. It's it's field hockey, but we also have a nice hockey team here. Oh, okay. Field hockey. There we go. See? That's that's right, Anna. You know, it's just weird hearing it called ice hockey because no one in Canada calls it ice hockey. In Canada they call it ice hockey? No. Or they don't. They, they call don't. it just hockey hockey. Yes. Hockey hockey. And then of course resident Vic Ireland expert, Josh Carpenter. Morning. <laughs> Thank you for being here to translate for us. <sighs> Josh, what you been playing? Uh not <clears throat> let's see, I started out with just a tiny bit of Ease Eight. I, I really hadn't had much time to play that this week. I got I I got to see Big Hole. <laughs> And I made it. Uh, was your, and it is. It's was, a big hole. Was your trip into the big hole enjoyable? I haven't made it into the big hole. I've just seen it from a distance. Well, when, we, when are you I going to explore. dive into the big hole? I assume I have to go into the big hole at some point. I, I only explored the rim of the big hole if my Twitter <laughs> picture was any indication. Yeah, that was some that was some great dialogue there. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and I've seen the ghost ship, so I haven't really got that. That's about as far as I got. Got just into chapter five. What the hell are we talking about? A location East. in Ease Eight. Oh, okay. That was poorly I don't translated. Remember. I know that's what we named the show last week. I just don't remember what it was from. <laughs> Ease Eight. I wonder what it's going to be. So the question is, is now that everybody knows it as the big hole, are they going to retranslate it? Or are they going to have to keep it in? Because everybody's got to dive into the big hole. Well, the, the thing with that in the first place was that it was actually in English in the Japanese version. It was translate. It was in the Japanese version. It was crevasse. And they took crevasse and turned it into big hole. And so this dialogue. I mean, and like, Kravos is technically a big hole. Yeah. The dialogue the, when they talk about it is freaking hilarious. <clears throat> Unintentionally woo woo? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll have to figure out what they do with it. All right. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting to see. But the, the reason I didn't get to play much of that is that I got a uh, a review code in the middle of the week. Ooh. And I've been pouring all my time into that since I got it. Can you tell so, us what uh, it is? or I can. What is it? it Summon Night 6. It exists. Cal oh. Surprise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how's so, the translation? Uh, uh, the translation is good. Um, yeah, Cal well, Surprise. Well, well, you know, I, I wrote that whole article about the the sticky parts of the translation of five, and I, I haven't found 
I'm like 10 hours in, I think. And I haven't seen anything like that. No, no toughy tongues this time. So you would say so, that Summer Night 6 is a lot more consistent. Yes. That's good. So far, anyway. That's good. Although the the trade-off for that is that, at least in Summer Night 5, you know, like, well, I didn't play much Vic Ireland stuff. I wasn't huge into RPGs back when working designs was a big thing. Mm -hmm. But I've seen, you know, like, you can't follow RPGs without seeing the Bill Clinton references and that kind of stuff. And milk so doing your body good and your semen need to swim. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Your okay. Cloner. Yeah, it's a boxer briefs conversation. Mm. See, I, I looked at some stuff at Lunar 2 recently for the backtrack, and there was like who wants to be a millionaire references in Lunar 2. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a there's a poster at the dock in Lunar 1 that asks if your seamen know how to swim. Sign up for lessons now. <laughs> yep. So Summit Night 5 didn't really, if there were any of that kind of meme-ish or pop culture stuff, I didn't notice it. But Summit Night 6, that stuff has kind of started to make a return. So hey. there was like a, there, yeah, there was like a, a Jay-Z reference. There was a, a, a character who does the, I got 99 problems, but. <laughs> and there was one other character who was like, now you're playing with power. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, there was one I couldn't even tell if it was supposed to be a reference or not, but there's this pirate character who shows up, and then the uh, the other characters start complimenting his puffy shirt. And that's maybe a I'm just reference. Exactly. That, that's where my mind went. Okay, I wouldn't have <laughs> as gotten soon that as at I, all. As soon as I <laughs> as soon as I read that, I've just got I've got Jerry Seinfeld in my head, you know, like whining. I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> but I, I don't know, like that stuff. I, I can imagine it ruining a, a game that was supposed to be really serious. You know, if this was in Persona 5, it'd be really distracting. But Summon Night is kind of like a goofy, odd, laid-back game anyway. So, it, I don't know. I think it fits fine. But Well, th there are some references like that in Persona 4. Like, there's a very blatant Twilight one, if you didn't know that. No. I probably missed it because I don't know anything about Twilight. One of the books you read talks about vampires in the Pacific Northwest town and the <laughs> character comments that the book was physically painful for him to read. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's funny. Yep. I don't know how I missed that. Oh, well. Anna, you play the it's game it's like one of the books times. you get. I don't know anything about about Twilight? Twilight. Vampires and werewolves? In a Pacific Northwest town? Where no, else would is... it be? They're I... all hipsters. I I don't know anything about Twilight. I've seen like the first movie and I honestly found it super boring. Oh well, yeah, of course. That goes without saying. Okay. <laughs> and Persona 5, some of the video game cartridges that you get reference. Yes. yes those i yeah, got that... those were funny those were good <laughs> but i don't know it's been it's been summer night's been okay so far i mean it's uh how's the combat I, the combat it, it's strategy rpg it's um 
I think it's better than f- Summit Night Five. I'm guessing was kind of held back by being a PSP game. There were usually only like five allies on a map, and this one's been it's been quite a bit bigger. It's like eight eight allies so far on a map, so the the maps are a little bit bigger. It's good strategy RPG combat so far. The maps look really the the game looks really nice. Uh, they sent uh, PS3 and Vita codes, and that game has the uh, the cross save feature wow. that works PS3 well. Three game at this point. PS what? You said a PS3. And oh, PS4, PS4 code. Sorry, okay. sorry. PS4. That's why. Sorry, I was I'm thinking. I'm thinking cross save. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm thinking like, cross save, and I, I associate that with PS3. But this well, is a is PS4 it cross saving or is it transferring? That's that's the it, it's cross saving. Oh, Chris, no. <laughs> but the game looks good. It plays really well on both. Like you, you, you know, you would expect a little bit longer load times on Vita, but nothing egregious. There, there's almost no load times on the PS4. But um, it looks good. Uh, the it is Summit Night games are well, at least five and six. Those are the only two I've played. These are chatty games. So <laughs> they have the a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Tons of dialogue. Every single character has to... Ch- every single time something happens, every single character has to kind of butt in and give their opinion on it. So you're just sitting there and reading through tons of text every single time. Like this... It isn't a visual novel. This isn't like those, whatever, the Aqua Plus games, the Ute Ware Mono, where You it's mean like, Alex's Crack? Yeah. <laughs> I like I I liked Ute Ware Mono too, but I mean those games are visual novels that are occasionally occasionally interrupted by a strategy map. <laughs> Random fire so emblem battle. Yeah. Yeah, they rely heavily on the story being really good. If the story isn't really good, then they fall over quite easily. Or or you fall over because you've fallen asleep. Oh yes. But the, the, this one is just more like a really, really chatty strategy RPG. I, I think there were only like 20 battles in all of the first Utewari Mono in this game. You know, like I've played 20 or 25 battles in the first six six chapters. So it's a strategy RPG, but everybody's going to talk to you about every little thing that happens. It's it's chattier than like a Fire Emblem or even a Disgaea. And the other weird thing about this game is that it's it's kind of set up almost like a uh, like a crossover game. Like this, apparently this was the 15th anniversary project for the series, even even though it's come out quite a bit later, you know, in that wonderfully weird thing that Japan does where they have their 15th anniversary project that comes out 17 years after the, fir- the first game. <laughs> but because of that, like the whole setup is like you have this new world that's new to the series and then things just fall out of the sky into the world. Weapons, buildings, <laughs> fruit, food. And and now it's just characters are just falling out of the sky into the world. And it's all old Summon Night characters from the earlier games. So it feels like sometimes I'm kind of missing the appeal because these characters are, you know, like it's some character from Summon Night 3. And I'm, it, it kind of... Surely you've played them the char- all. <laughs> <laughs> I might have if they had all come out in English, but you know, Summon Night Five is the only one that did of the main lines. Yeah, it's that's weird because the first ones that came to the states were the action RPGs on the GBA. 
yeah, the spinoffs. And then there was like a, a, a strategy, like a RTS on the DS. Yeah. But yeah, none of the mainline ones came before five. So it, it's kind of like you're missing the effect that, that this is supposed to be happening. Like, oh, it's a big reveal that this character is back. And I'm just kind of sitting there going like, yeah, OK, I don't know. I don't know this character. And then they're going to spend 10 minutes talking about stuff from Summon Night 4 that I don't know anything about. <laughs> so it, it's starting a little slow and a little stiff, but uh, that's reminding me that Summon Night 5 started a little slow and a little stiff, and it's been picking up as I've been getting new characters that are a bit more interesting. But so far, so good. And that that's pretty much all I've had time for playing. <laughs> Summon Night 6 has kind of sucked up my week since I got that. Yeah, that's all right. Uh... Alrighty then. Anna, do you have something? Yes. I finally finished Mary Skelter this week. Congratulations. Yay, finally. You splattered all the blood. I splattered all the blood. And I picked Snow White to be my waifu. Waifu! Although it was more of a platonic ending than a than a Oh, lame. What'd you screw up? Nothing. That's Play it just... again. You gotta get the real end. I didn't screw up anything. Some of the endings are platonic and some of the endings are Well, then you need to do romantic. a different ending. <laughs> All right. So it was really sweet. It was very cute. I really liked it. It was like the perfect ending for Snow White. Um, so yeah, um, my, the thing that I think that drove me bananas is they did the final dungeon no-no that I hate. It just drives me bananas, which is all of the other dungeons were four, um, floors long and the final dungeon was 12 floors long and introduced a new mechanic that was super annoying. Ugh. And it's like, why? Why would you do that? That is so dumb. You just dragged out this dungeon for the sake of dragging out the dungeon. And the worst part is, and it made it feel even it's longer, fun, Anna. is there were no new enemies in the final dungeon. <laughs> they were all just palette swaps of enemies that I had seen in all of the previous dungeons. Ouch. And so it was like, I liked this game. But the final dungeon made me feel like I just needed to be done. And I hate it when games do that. And it was, it, it just, it magnified a problem that I felt like the game already had, which was it was kind of slow paced. The thing that I liked doing the most was dungeon crawling while I was like listening to a book or watching a TV show. So I still really liked the game. And I thought I had a lot of really cool ideas and I would certainly, you know, play Mary Skelter 2, even though such a game couldn't really exist. Well, technically it could, actually. Anna, it's writing. You could always make a sequel. Yeah. Well, and they did kind of leave the door open. They could do other tales. Second. Well, yeah, I guess they did kind of leave the door open for a second game. Okay. Because aliens. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all you played? No. Oh, okay. Because I was done, Mary Skelter, I finally got to start my new game. Ah. Uh, so, Alex has finished that already, yes. too. Yes. So 
So I, I finally got to start Danganronpa V3. And it's the first game that had prologue. Prologue was really funny. I love that game's writing. It's so ridiculous. And I waited, and I was patient, and I, I played along, and somebody finally died. <laughs> You're just waiting for that, huh? Yes. Well, I need and, someone to die. It's, I, it's it not was, right. So, I'm surprised that happened. Were you very, surprised? Very I was surprised. I can't believe somebody died. Oh, no, um, that never happens. That never happens in a Danganronpa game. Um, so the thing that kind of fascinates me is I, I sort of like ran around and met all the people. And it's I kind of in my mind had a sort of a mental list of who I thought was going to die first and who was going to survive and maybe like in my mind I was like oh I could see like this person killing them and having this motivation and like or maybe this person dies and this person has motivation yeah I was totally wrong the person who died first is the person that I thought would be like maybe like the person behind it all how far in the case have you got not far I'm gathering okay. truth bullets right now very important cool. things to have Yes. So um, to give you kind of a, a sort of rundown of the structure of the game is you are 16 um, high school students, all of whom are a prodigy of something. And some of them are kind of ridiculous and some of them are a little more mundane. So like I have someone who is the ultimate detective where he sort of like vaguely. Well, why aren't you done? If he's the ultimate detective, he should know everything that's going on, shouldn't he? Well, he's called the ultimate detective, but he sort of accidentally stumbled across um, solving a murder. So he doesn't consider himself. He's very not um, confident You know, I'm, I'm starting to question the, uh, the, the amount of validation that goes to these credentials they hand out in this Correct. game. Correct. Oh, that's a thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. And, like, the character that sort of I play as is the ultimate pianist. So mm. she really, really likes the piano. And there's, like, an ultimate entomologist. Isn't there an really ultimate bugs. maid? Yes, there's an ultimate maid. She keeps she everything is clean? so lazy. Wait, oh. wait, she's lazy? No, no, no. So, sorry, I misheard you. I thought you meant the ultimate mage. Oh, no, I heard maid. Oh, there is an ultimate maid as well. There's ultimate maid as well. Yes. So there is both a maid... And a mage. Okay. So the maid is very uh, driven, and the mage is very lazy. And then there's uh, like an ultimate, um, like Aikido master, um, who is um, completely sexist. She does not like men. She calls them degenerate males. Also, she's a raging lesbian. Like, to the point of being predatory. It's kind of awkward and kind of really funny, too. Awkward laughter. <laughs> so, yeah, you have this kind of all these mix of personalities. And so they are inside of a building that they cannot escape. The only way for them to escape is to kill somebody. And so when somebody has been killed, um, the everybody's put on trial. And uh, they kind of argue over the case until they decide to accuse somebody. And if the person that the class accuses is the killer, otherwise, otherwise known as the blackened, um, then only the killer is killed and everyone else gets to keep going in the, in the game. 
if the person that they accuse is not the killer, everybody except the killer dies and the killer gets to leave. They win the game. <laughs> ah. It's the killing game. And so you sort of as one of the ultimates, so you're kind of play, placed into the role as one of the ultimates. Um, in this case, you're the ultimate pianist. Um, you gather truth bullets, so you gather sort of like facts around the case. And then you're arguing from their perspective who they think the killer is or is not. And so there's like little mini games that you have to do. And there's um, like uh, statements that you have to go over. And they're called truth bullets because you fire them out of a gun at a statement and shatter it. Like you do. Like you do, you know, in a normal conversation. So, yeah, so it's like, uh, and then you have free time between the cases where you can talk to people and give them gifts and learn more about them. So that's cool because you never know when someone's going to die. So you want to spend all of your precious time with people getting to know them better before they kick off. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. It's kind of a mix of like this social game and then like Phoenix Wright game and the back to a social game and you never know who's going to die. Yeah, I'd say more, but pretty much anything I say is going to spoil something somehow. So, <laughs> And so the, in the first two games, um, Motokuba, which is like a stuffed animal bear, um, is the bad guy. And now in Dagaroba V3, he has five bear cubs. And they have horrible, horrible pear puds. So in the morning, so every every morning at 8 a.m., the, the bell goes off, ding dong, big bog. Bing bong, ding dong. And they come out of the screen and they say, rise and shine, Earthside. No. Rise and what? Rise and shine, Earthside. Oh, I see. Eh, eh. Uh What is it with bears in video games and bear puns? I don't know. We have Monokuma and Teddy. Yep it right yes but one is lovable and the other one is teddy that's very mean and <laughs> the bear in sands of destruction too was nothing but bear puns i don't know because it's really easy to make bear puns in japanese i think it must it must be the case it's in the same way that it's easy to make cat puns in japanese Anyways, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing, Kelly? Well, I had the week off this week, and I thought I was going to end up playing a lot, and I kind of did, but I also kind of went on a wow bender. A wow bender? Yeah, and got my druid up to max, max level, and I'm about to get the druid class mount. But, um, no, I spent kind of most of my wild time leveling up my druid and trying to do legion invasions on my other tunes because that's kind of a good way to, like, get at least one level out of them. And legion invasions go on for, like, six hours, so it's really easy to just run a couple of tunes through them and, you know, get a level each. So do you have (laughs) Halloween Kitty? Uh, do you do what now? Do you, did you get the Halloween kitty? No, I got the Halloween Naxxramas pet, oh. actually. 
I, I got all the kitties years ago. Oh, I see. But the new pet this year for Halloween is a Naxxramas. It's just a oh, little floating. It's actually Naxxramas. Yeah, it's around. a little floating <laughs> floating necropolis called Naxi. And yeah, you just have a whole freaking raid as a mm. mini pet following you around endlessly barfing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the flavor text says it it endlessly barfs. Where does it come from? Where does it go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the funniest mini pets I think I've ever gotten. I love having the little Nexramus following me around. Alright. Is there little bats flying around it too? Yeah, there's little bats oh, flying geez. around it too. Why don't you have suppose- this, um, supposedly it also like spits green goo on occasion too, but I haven't seen it do that yet. Mm. Actually, I need to make that my default mini pet for my death knight. That'd be a cool little thing. Just have Nax follow me around. Um, I've noticed one problem with leveling exclusively with Legion invasions though, is that it makes my gear suck. Because I'm not doing any quests, so I'm not getting any gear upgrades. So I'm dying a lot. Wait, you don't get gear from the invasion stuff? No. Oh. You mostly just get artifact power and EXP. And that's Ooh. pretty much it. New horseman rings. Ooh. I level 880 rings from killing the horseman. Better go mm-hmm. get your rings, Kelly. Get your gear Yeah, the... I need to... Do that right or that dungeon and on all my turns actually. Costume. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I also saw that, or I've been trying for the horseman's mount for like what ten freaking years <laughs> I'm so now. Sorry, <laughs> Anna no, doesn't you, have it either. <laughs> no, the pisser is that my husband managed to get it get first it to try, drop right? Twice, <laughs> oh, no, twice, <laughs> and he could. Okay. He got it to drop twice before mounts were account bound. So one of them became completely useless anyway. I was like, thanks for that, sweetie. So, yeah, I've been playing that. I finished Monster Hunter Stories, and the ending was amazing. And there's some post-game content in that, too, but it's very high-level beat your ass to pulp monsters that you can catch and it's like okay at this point I'm kind of done with that uh, game. Um, Kelly they added a wicker man to to WoW apparently a toy or a pet no there's a giant wicker man outside of storm, Stormwind and you cast your worries into the wicker man's fire and you get an XP buff I think it's been there a oh, while okay. <laughs> it's very creepy <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Anything else going well? Uh, now that's been pretty much it. But um, you made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. There was a wicker man in WoW. I was confused. <laughs> you so were talking I, about Monster Hunter stories. Yeah, I finished that game. I loved it. That's my portable game of the year thus far, unless. Pokemon or EO5 blows me away. Um, I started EO5 or Etrian Odyssey 5 rather and played a little bit of it, but I got kind of mad because the um, 
a lot of the quests you have to do, you really need a lot of the gathering skills. And I accidentally spec'd wrong, and I need to reload a save so that I can respect into some of the gathering skills. So that kind of pissed me off bad enough that I didn't want to play that this week. So instead, I went to Stardew Valley and kind of went on a Stardew Valley bender for that because, my God, I still love that game. And being able to play it in bed just makes it so much more awesome. It's one of those things where I don't want to sleep at night when I play that. <laughs> so just more and more Stardew Valley for you. Yeah, I might put it away and put bring uh, Etrian Odyssey 5 back next week because um, I have to go to back to work again next week and I need to actually get some sleep at night instead of staying up until 1.30 in the morning farming. So I might play more EO 5 next week. And I played just a little bit more in DE's 8. I wrapped up the big hole. Hehe. <laughs> Got through that last night. I'm about 80% map completion right now. And the game kind of faked me out a little bit thinking that it was going to end. But then some stuff happened and still more stuff to do. So, yeah, I I think I might be able to finish these 8 either this week or the next I don't know. I, I really want to kind of get that game wrapped up so that I can start playing uh, Disgaea D2 for back, RPG Backtrack. Ooh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's it for you. All right. Let's see. What does that leave? Me. Let's do me and then finish with Alex because he'll be more interesting. Um, I played some more Golf Story. I'm now on the last tournament in the game. At least I think it is. And um, that's that's been consistently good. Um, I'm glad I'm nearly done with it because I, I have my own frustrations with that game. Some people say it's too easy. I say it's got some things that are harder than they need to be. And so I'm, I'm ready to be done. Um, but uh, it was fun. It was a fun trip. So... Yay, Golf Story. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors came out yesterday, and uh, I popped that into my Switch and played the first two chapters, and that that's a Musou game. I haven't played one before, so I pressed the, the Y button a lot and killed lots of things and didn't take any damage. Um, and that was on classic difficulty and normal. And I... Um, okay, so in Fire Emblem Warriors, it's a... Uh, it's a Dynasty Warriors game, but this time with Fire Emblem people. And they... It's one of those crossover games, so everyone's kind of in the same world and they don't know why, and I'm sure it's revealed later why. But you run around pressing... Yeah. yeah you run around pressing the Y button a lot to kill lots of little dudes. And then you get to harder dudes and you press Y and X to kill them. And then you have a boss and you press Y and X and just more and you kill them. Uh, at least that's how it's yeah. been for me so far. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think it's revealed like in, after the third chapter, like the what well, gives a, the reasoning why everyone suddenly appeared in the same world and what you have to do about it. But okay, good. good. It's fairly quick at doing that. Good. Yeah. Um, 
So that said, uh, you've got when you load in, you've got two difficulty-related choices. First is casual versus classic, and the difference here is that just like in Fire Emblem games, if your allies die, that are optional, um, and they are. I mean, if they're required, if your allies die, you just lose the map. But uh, the optional ones, if they die, you don't get them back on classic uh, for the next map. And on casual, you do. And then I think you can get them back later by using one of the temple features. Oh, okay. On, cl on classic. Okay, they didn't mention that in the in the in the tutorial there. So okay, cool. Um, then when you play each map, well, they give it to you as a choice at the start of the game, but you can actually change it for any mission that you're going into. Um, you can do one star, two star, three star difficulty, which is like easy, normal, hard. And yeah, through the first two maps, which admittedly are probably tutorial, normal is like not even close to a challenge. So um, I'm wondering how that'll work out as you go further in the game. I don't know if this game's for me, but I will tell you, playing as Lissa which is a healer from Fire Emblem Awakening, who in this game is armed with a two-handed axe and having her basically roll over hordes of enemies. That was really fun to watch um, and very adorable and also kind of scary. And uh, Anna liked what she saw in the cutscenes too. But this is probably more of an Anna game. Don't you think, Anna? You're going yep. to digest this thing. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> How does the game run? Uh, it ran nice. fine, but the, the 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 enemy models are not very detailed, so I think that's okay. why. Yeah, it's, I... yeah, it's a lot of generic enemies. So you get some. I think uh, is it Validar? I think I've seen who's decently detailed, but like yeah, all the generic ones there. They look like PSP enemies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have that kind of low poly look to them, if nothing else, and. Uh, so I'm, I don't know, I haven't tried it on TV, and I hear there's some sort of option to choose to favor 60 frames a second, but I don't know, I didn't see that when playing just on the Switch, so maybe it's a TV mm. mode only thing, I don't know. Okay, I didn't see that offhand, but from what I've played, it looked, it's looked really nice on both TV and handheld mode as far as I'm concerned, so. Yeah. Okay. So. It definitely looks better in motion than yeah. the screenshots I've been taking. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's not the same system and all, but one thing that kind of turned me off to the idea of a Musa game is like Dragon Quest Heroes ran like a slideshow. On what? Switch. On PS4. Oh, what? Well, and Switch. Well, I, I would expect it on Switch, not on PS4. Huh. That seems weird. Even the second one? Yeah. I'm not sure about the, the second one. one. Okay. I know I saw images of the first one, or videos of the first one running pretty bad weird okay hmm. uh, there's too many muso games like if i want to do all my fan service muso games i would have to play the zelda one the dragon quest one and this one and that's a lot of games to play and there you I, go with the gundams uh yeah you're right <laughs> yeah the, the one gundams. that you keep falling asleep playing no that that was that's that's a different one that's a Musou one, right? No, no, not, I don't have the Musou one. You were playing a Musou one. It's not a Musou one. Um, I know you don't believe this, but that one is not a Musou one. I, I don't believe you because you were literally fighting waves of enemies. Well, there was a demo I played. Well, what was the one that you imported that you were fighting waves of enemies? Yeah, that's not a Musou one. That was Gundam... Oh. Um, Freaking, I don't know. There's so many Gundam names and different subtitles for these things at this point. I'll have to look it up. 
but uh, that was the one where it's more about building Gundams and showing them off in your home base. <laughs> oh, build fighters. Um, build fighters? Is that what's okay? I think that sounds familiar. <laughs> I thought oh, it was wow. a V or an X. You no, imported this game and I you did. don't even remember what it's called? That's correct. Chris. Because it's a Gundam game. Name to me the last three Gundam games. Name to me the last Gundam game. I don't give a crap about Gundam. Why would I need to do this? <laughs> You're the one that bought the game. I'm just saying, they have a lot of similar names. Uh-huh. But I'm not the one that this bought is the a, game. This, this is a series where one of the names is Gundam Try. You know? what? Who knows? Gundam Unicorn. Chris... You bought the game, and you can't even name it. What's the subtitle of the 3DS Kingdom Hearts game? Dream Drop Distance? No, that's the 3DS one. Oh. Wait, what? What's the subtitle of the DS Kingdom Hearts game? Uh, Unchained? Nope. That's the GBA one. I know this. I know. I don't think I bought the DS one. 358 over two days, Anna. Okay. <laughs> but you're asking me about a game that I didn't buy. Oh, yes, you did. No, I didn't. How did you not buy a Kingdom Hearts game? Because it oh, was right. in the you DS. Oh. Uh, I wasn't buying a lot of games. Okay. What's the what, Final Fantasy twelve on the DS? I know you bought this one. Revenant Wings. Yeah, all right. You, you win. I give it up. So I'm an idiot. I don't know what it's called. But uh, yeah, there's one where you're collecting parts and stuff. So anyway. Uh, I've been playing some more Final Fantasy XIV. Nothing interesting to say there. So Alex, tell us about your experience with Fire Emblem Warriors. Have you gotten further? I've gone further. So I'm, I've done chapter, well, both of the chapter six missions because I've the first, so the first two are sort of the tutorial setup ones. Then you have the... Fire Emblem Awakening characters will get introduced in like the next four, and now I'm in the Fates bit. I like how you are Wait, on you the ground play... and like open your eyes and Krom and Lissa are there. It's like I, hmm, I don't understand. Oddly familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand uh, yeah, how you it's... have to do Chapter Six if it's Chapter Six, but you do it three times. I'm confused. You did it twice because it splits between Hashido and Nor because it's the Fates section. Oh. That's where that starts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So they split. So you do they chapter split six up. twice. Then do you have to do because a Vala it's, one? It's, you do. Wait, do you have no, to do the, a Vala the, one? It's not the same. No. What? Do you have to do a Vala one? The the third kingdom know. in Fates. Oh. Did you not play Revelations? I didn't get that far with it. I oh goodness! <laughs> you don't know anything yeah. about Fates until you play Revelations. Spoilers. <laughs> I played a bit. I just can't remember much of it. All right. <laughs> But yeah, there's only there's only two things, but they're they're not the same battle. They're in sort of different areas, okay. and there are they're different characters participating in both of them. So yeah, one one of the twins goes to one of them, and the other twin goes to the other place. But yeah, I've played a lot, so I've got access to a few more things. I've had support things go up, but there hasn't been any convos yet. I don't know if there's any proper convos at the Menu suggest there are, so I'm going to see what that does at some point. So I think I can also do all the um, give orders to people and switch characters now. So yay! You can, you can, yeah, you can actually tell people to go to certain places or guard certain areas. Yeah, you can do that in chapter two, man. 
yeah, but that's that's something new for me from a Musu game because the last oh, one I played was I think Gundam Three and. So yeah, somebody yeah, was. I, I was reading before. a summary of this thing saying it's got some of the tactical elements, and I was wondering, uh, is it just that order menu? Is that the extent? That's of the a big deal. Elements? I I don't remember that Pretty being much. in a Muso game like. Yeah, at I think all. that is new for Muso. Yeah. yeah, usually everyone on the team sort of went and did their own thing, so yeah, they can actually kind of tell them what to do. All right. Have you gotten Prince Jan Xander's magic horse yet? I have got Prince Air aerial somersaults. That horse is amazing. <laughs> no, it's a bit confusing, sort of, considering when they take place. Basically, this far as I. Like Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what were you uh, saying? <laughs> I was asking about the magical <laughs> horse before I pulled the microphone out of the computer and broke everything. Oh, okay, that's what it's like. Um, no, I haven't got the magical horse. Okay. I've, yeah, I've just got the... I think I've just got the princesses from Fates first. It literally does somersaults in the air. Of course, then you also have Pegasi and stuff. I don't know. This yeah, I've got, I've got the Pegasi. So I've got Cordelia and sure Tim Lake. dragons, just... too. Yeah, uh, well, Colin appears at some point, so yeah. Well, I meant dragons you can ride, because oh. that's a um, thing to do, Yeah, I've right? got yeah, Camilla's in there. I so, mean, yeah. you could ride Corin, but that gives it a whole different... Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't think that, that don't aspect of Fire Emblem okay. is, is in this game, Anna, the, the shipping part. Mm. Sorry. Well, be a big part to miss out. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, least, at least with the recent ones, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so is it holding your interest, Alex? Do you like these Muso games, or is it, is this one you're just pu pushing through? Or uh, it's been a while since I played them, so I'm not overly interested. Not I had no over interest in like, all the main Dynasty Warriors series, but it's holding my interest pretty decently so far. Hmm. See how it see how it manages to do, because I mean the problem with them is they get very samey quite. Yeah. Are you leveling up a bunch of characters a little bit, or are you like focusing on a couple and just trying to level them all up? Um, I haven't had that much choice so far because I'm still in the first part, so I haven't got the full roster yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of just going with what it gives me at the moment, and they're leveling up fairly quickly. Yeah, I think pretty much everyone's at least level ten now. Well, I was thinking uh, of the, there... the crest system, where you actually get to buy improvements to their talents and abilities and stuff. With the items you get off the battlefield, yeah, I've been I've been doing that off every now and then, which is it's okay, but it's sort of a bit of a pain to actually do it for loads of characters. So I probably will start narrowing it down fairly uh, quickly. Okay. Is there a benefit to leveling multiple characters at once, or do you just stick with your favorite? It's I think there's missions where you sort of get forced to play with certain characters. So okay. That's probably why. There's also the options to change class at some point, but I haven't unlocked that yet. I'm interested to see what that does. So there is a but support system too, where characters have a better relationship with other characters, but I don't really know. Yeah, it goes what it up. Does. All that's all that seems to do so far is give me more items to use in that upgrade thing. Okay. And it gives them some some sort of passive skills to do. We have too many fan favorites in this. How are you supposed to choose who to play as? This is crazy. Oh, 
Your waifu. Yeah, supposedly there are some actual conversations at some point, but I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> yes, yeah, a good so one far, we saw on Twitter this morning. <laughs> what was that, Anna? There was a funny one we saw on Twitter this morning. Oh. Yeah, with um, with Niles. Oh, right, right. right. Okay, that one has just appeared in mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Surprised that's in a Nintendo game. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo is really pushing for more adult games in general on yeah. the Switch. So that particular comment did not surprise me. They're really leaning into Niles being bisexual in this particular game. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the characters in the one that came out this year was very clearly gay. I think it was one of the archers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, very, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's a lot of stats. Are you playing? But yeah, Fire I'm no, I'm watching the uh, I'm watching a review video on the stream oh, okay. for people. Sorry, I guess that makes no sense if you're just listening. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah, I've got a video up of the of the of the game. Yeah, I've also unlocked the history mode, but from what I can tell, it's mostly just a set of fiend battles rather than anything. I bet you get items out of there that you can use for crests and stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's stuff like that. So it's just basically more battles and more stuff to unlock and gain from. And you get to fight more against, I think, the people who you have in your party. So you, you'll be fighting more against people like Pinoka, Corin, etc. But yeah, lots more to play on that one. And aside from that, I've basically been slowly going through Layton's Mystery Journey, where I've done six cases so far. Yeah, six. You're getting close. No, you're not getting close. Well, I've got at least two more because that's it. Sort of unlocks those four in one go. On the 3DS version, at least. Yes. And then there's whatever happens after that. Oh, stuff happens. Yeah. I'm still enjoying it, although I don't like how many of the actual puzzles are trick puzzles. Yeah, I got kind of tired of that after a while, too. So it's just doing like zero or something like that. Yeah, I started to just kind of put in zero as my... If I couldn't figure out what the answer was, I just kind of just started... just started to assume assume the answer was zero and that started to just be right and that started to just annoy me a little i don't know if that thought process made sense at all <laughs> it did to me because i've been going through it as well but <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that's an, that's the main i have with that game but apart from that it's still at the same time i actually kind of prefer that in some ways because i'm really bad at math puzzles so I would rather prefer bendy, mindy, tricky puzzles than math puzzles. So I don't know. I guess I was torn by the end. It's like I, I don't prefer these, and yet in a way I do prefer these. Like mind fucked up, and I don't know. I'm probably the other side because I'm good at maths and did a lot of logic stuff at uni. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> yeah, and other than that, I've been. Slowly working through Chaos Child. I think I finished chapter one 
on chapter two, it's still ridiculously dark. I don't think there's been any extra murders yet, but there probably will be. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Is that everybody? Yeah, that's everybody. Okay. <sighs> you know what time it is, Chris? Is it news time? Beep, 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 beep. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to play more of this Fire Emblem game or not. It's very hard to decide. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you it finish, looks fun. If nothing else, you need to finish Golf Story. I, I, I have one tournament to finish. I'm telling you, I'm going to finish that. Yay. I should pl play more Divinity 2. I don't know why I didn't play any of that this week. All right, four, 14. <gasps> that's right. Yeah, 14. Because I got sucked back into 14 and doing Airship Command and leveling up my item level for reasons I don't really understand. <sighs> you level up your item level so you can level up your item level. <laughs> Wait, Basically. what? <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I could do savage stuff now, but that's a lot of commitment to learn those fights and find people willing to put up with me mm. learning them. You got the ultimate fight. What? The old, new ultimate difficulty fight. Oh. Is that the <laughs> Shinru thing? or? Uh, is it Shinru? It might be Bahamut. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I don't even know how to do that. I've never done Coil of Bahamut, so. Neither have I, so. <laughs> we should go and do it, like, uncapped. Just destroy it. At least the the regular stuff. Well, I think a lot of them you actually have to do mechanics. Well, we'll, we'll get an FC party going in then. That's true. We could do that. That would be fun. All right. Well, it's news time, though, so. Beep, 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 beep. South Park is out! And so they threw up another trailer and stuff, and they talked about the the DLC season pass. So here's here's what they're doing. It, it's time to know about the DLC, apparently. Uh, Danger Deck, uh, which will be out in December, puts players in a challenge combat in Dr. Timothy's Danger Deck, letting them unlock exclusive com costumes and artifacts. From Dust Till Casa Bonita, to be released sometime <laughs> next year, I don't know what Casa Bonita <laughs> is, but apparently it's a South Park thing. Uh, it was a Mexican restaurant in one of the episodes that Cartman really wanted to go to. And supposedly it's a real restaurant in Colorado Okay. that Trey Parker and Matt Stone love. All right. Well, uh, in there you're going to team up with the Coon and Mysterion to defeat a demonic presence at Casa Bonita. So I guess it's supposed to be like a Dust Till Dawn reference. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was laughing because mm -hmm. that entire movie takes place in a bar in Mexico. Oh, so right. there you go. <laughs> Finally, Bring the Crunch to be released next year adds another st new story, including an all-new superhero class. Uh, it will include the relics of Zeron costume and perks, and a perks pack, as well as Tali, your gaming bud, which provides in-game tips. What? I don't know what Tali <laughs> is, but all right. Tally reminds you to always bring a towel. Oh, all right. So it's a hitchhiker's thing. Yeah, but the the, the joke in the show was that Tally was the lamest mascot ever, oh, and okay. he reminds you to always bring a towel, and then wants to get high. Ah, oh, all right, of course. What? Tally yeah. always wants to get high. He gets you know? stoned. <laughs> That's kind of his thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
South Clearly, Park. Josh and I are the South Park fans on the cast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, that's what's coming to South Park. <laughs> so, uh, Star Ocean: The Last Hope Remaster is coming west. It'll be out on PS4 and PC in North America and Europe um, on November 28th. Great. Priced at twenty one dollars on PC and um, PS Plus users, and I th- I assume that means it'll be like well, I don't know. That's a weird price. All right, it'll be. That's what it says here. November 28th, PS4 and PC, $20.99, and a 10% discount for Steam and PS Plus users until December 12th. So if you're if you're looking to play through Last Hope again, is anyone... Did you see that official to... title that they actually officially titled it? The 4K and full HD remaster version? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's... Okay. <laughs> That's a thing to do. Let's see. Did Just they so remaster? You know. Did they remaster the god awful story and voice acting? Eh. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> you don't know. You haven't played it. They could have done it. Yes, I have. No, the new one. You don't know the new oh. one. Maybe they. You're probably right. <laughs> they probably charge more than twenty-one dollars. <laughs> I'm going to the Steam page now to see this terrible title. All right. Enter your birthday. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Okay, Star Ocean, Wait, TM, why? The Last Hope, TM, two TMs, 4K and Full HD Remaster. Fortunately, that is not TM'd. <laughs> why what, Anna? I, why are you confused? Why Why would they have you put in your birthday? Is Star Ocean rated M? Um, I don't know. T for teen. Why would they have you put in your birthday for a T game? I don't know, because Steam is dumb like that, and the ESRB rating rules are more of a hindrance than a help. Oh. What do you want from me? Okay. <laughs> it's not for youngsters. I think they do it for everything. No, they don't. You're only required to age gate things that are M. So. Someone did Peggy 12. Stupid. Sorry, I just like that guy's voice. I hear that guy's voice in my nightmares. The Peggy guy voice is amazing. Peggy no, 12. it's not. <laughs> St- Some Night 6 got a release date, Josh. You're already playing yes. it, though. So what do you care? Yeah. Everyone else gets to play it on October 31st. Comes out on Halloween. Does this include the physical version? This is... All right, let's see. No. This is a PS4 and Vita version. It doesn't mention physical at all. I think... Well, at least... Amazon is claiming that they're going to ship it on the 31st. Yeah, they're shipping it around that date. Who knows when it will arrive? (laughs) It'll arrive next year. (laughs) Well, I assume Amazon, Amazon still is claiming that it's, it'll have release day shipping. And if you're getting it from Amazon, it should be there on the 31st. I don't know about the collector's (laughs) editions that, you know, Gaijin works is shipping out. Well, um, the, uh, European Australian dates are still not announced. So, Sorry if you're over there. I think that's digital only there. Could be wrong. Pretty I sure. just have a feeling that on my deathbed, I'm going to get a notification. Oh, Summon Night 6 physical edition finally shipped. <laughs> I'm like, yay! Oh, oh, come on now. You wouldn't get a notification. It would just show up on your door. In a crumpled envelope. That a dog is chewed. <laughs> and a horse has stepped on. And I'll have to bequeath it to my next of kin. The horse's name is David. Yeah. So, um, 
It's a new action RPG announced by Nipponichi. It's called Anata no Shikihime Kyodotan. Do we and get I, a translation of that? Anata no Shikihime Kyodotan, um, which has been translated elsewhere as Your Four Night Princesses Training Story. Oh, so you have four night princesses and you're training them? That sounds interesting. You have four princesses you're training to become knights. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's being developed for PS4, PlayStation Vita, and Switch. Ooh, wow! Got the the indie combo there with the Vita and the Switch. I know they're not indie, but yeah. Anyway, Japanese release date January twenty fifth. Nothing about the West yet. Um, this game, <laughs> Anata no Shigihime Kyodotan, puts players in the role of a knight tasked with mentoring four princesses from four different island kingdoms. The game's growth system lets players either scold them or praise them. While the combat system lets players control the knight and the princesses, also letting them issue commands to their regular soldiers. So I guess this is not like just a princess maker game because you can actually control them in battles. So, um, hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Alex, you going to play that one? I doubt it. Do you doubt it? All right. Uh, mine's, well, anyway. Okay. The Sword Art Online Hollow Realization is coming to PC. Yeah, so Alex, we were talking about this before the show, and we were trying to remember the order of operations in Sword Art Online games, because a couple of them came out, and the series got pretty popular here, but there were a couple of games that had really bad translations. So was Hollow Real... So far, all of them have had really bad translations, Okay, but it's been it's been they're less bad than the first, than the first one. Okay, so where does Hollow Realization sit on the poopy translation scale? Yeah, uh, I've not. How many have I played? I think I've only played two of them. It was better than the first one. There's more than two. Yeah, there's like oh, yeah. I can't four? keep up with this. Uh, there's one which was initially Japan only. Okay. But that sort of com- combined with Hollow Fragment, because I think Hollow Fragment's sort of an enhanced version of it. Okay. So that's probably the first one. So it's Hollow Fragment, then there's Lost Song. Lost Song was a really bad translation. That's the one I've not played. I think that's probably got the worst one of the lot, because they ended up doing a better version of the Hollow Fragment one. Okay. So is this getting retranslated? So, so this Hollow Realization, is it getting retranslated for PC or is it just a PC release? All right, so it's... No, I think it's just a PC release. Right. Okay. It's coming out next week, October 27th, um, and the D- PC version has all the DLC, including the three-part Abyss of the Shrine Maiden story. All right, so let me let me run this by you and make sure that I've got this right. Lost Song, Hollow Fragment, Hollow Realization, Fatal Bullet. Um, Lost Song was after came out after... Hollow Fragment. Hollow Fragment, Lost Song, Hollow Realization, Fatal Bullet. Yep. Okay. So Hollow Realization is was PS4 and Vita and now is coming to PC. So yes. they're probably not retranslating this one. Okay. I got Very it. Unlikely. <laughs> cool. Now I think I got it. Hey, Thank you. speaking of games you haven't finished on the systems you have, Anna. Oh, wait, no, you did finish this one. I did sorry. finish it. I'm it was sorry. good. Yeah, Lost Dimensions coming to PC. You never got any of the other endings, though. Nah. You were like, yeah, I'm good on that one playthrough. Yep. So they are putting yeah, it out on PC. Too much effort. Oh, okay. They're putting it on PC for 25 bucks on October 30th. 
Um, and 40% off if you buy it before no- November 6th. So there you go. If you want to get it cheap and you just yeah. play it on I, Vita. I don't think there's actually any other endings apart from a true ending that adds a really tiny bit. Oh, okay. And the requirements for that are quite luck-based because you have to max out everyone. So you could do all this work to get a little bit of extra cutscene that you could just YouTube. Yeah. Okay. You have to max out everyone and it's not set in stone which person is available to max out at the end. Right, because the traders are random. <laughs> yep. <sighs> but yeah, I figured out it wasn't worth it. <laughs> that sounds frustrating. But it was fun though. But still, coming up to PC October 30th if you want to get into that. Indie update. Oh my gosh, all these indie games. Let me tell you about them. First off, we've got War Banners from Krasline Games. It's uh, out now for PC. It's on Steam. It's 20 bucks. Um, I watched the trailer. I don't know what was going on. It's one of those top, um, top-down, like, tabletop-looking strategy games. I didn't even it, know it if looks it is like an, an RPG. Old SSI. It looks like one of those old SSI hex-based strategy games from the yeah. 90s. I'm surprised it's even an RPG, but maybe there's stuff that I just can't tell from the trailer. Um, well, even those old SSI games had kind of like RPG Well, I feel like there's a bunch them. of these out that we never cover. So I assume they aren't usually RPGs. I don't know. This art style just puts me off of like, oh, no, I don't want to. If I want to do a tabletop game like that, I actually want to feel the pieces and move them around and be humiliated by my friends who are better at battle strategy than me. You know what? Screw it. We all need to have a D&D campaign. I'm filling the castle with burning horses, and I'm going to make myself feel better. Everyone, get out your D&D clients. Let's do this. No. Oh, no one wants no one wants me to DM. <laughs> so they put out a patch today. For what? For war banners. Oh yeah. Yep. Changes. Achievements have been corrected. Plans. <laughs> balance adjustments have been made to a few missions. Screenshots are now able to be deleted and downloaded. Um, minor edits. Plans for the future. Make the easy level of difficulty um, easier. <laughs> Good job. I don't think this game's for me. All right. I don't think this game's for me. <laughs> Next up is The Count Lucanor. It's out on Switch. Um, it's from Baroque Decay. Baroque, like the historical period. Um, it's out now for Switch in North America and Europe for $13.50. It's a retro title inspired by Zelda and Silent Hill. Um, so I looked at this because everybody was like, this is a Zelda game. Maybe you'd be interested in it. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And then it was like, inspired by Silent Hill. And I was like, nope. <sighs> it's, I mean, it's very pixely, so I don't know if it would really squick you out. But yeah. um, there is a golden unicorn donkey that poops gold. Yeah. I just saw that happen. I don't know what's happening here. This is a weird looking game. I mean, here's the thing I, is, I, I, I when Zach review reviewed this. it, <laughs> oh. one of the pluses is Castle Tenebrae is appropriately spooky. Okay. So this kind of doesn't sound like a game for me. But you have to help a mouse with a bow in her hair. Yes, and that's very cute. But I could wait for like the PlayStation VR and do that too. Well, she doesn't have a bow in her hair, does she? I think she has a bow well, on her tail, right? a giant freaking crow. This is weird looking so the count lucanor's greatest strength is his atmosphere screams and unsettling unidentified sounds lurk throughout the score and strike during tense scenes yeah this sounds like a game for me chris Uh uh-huh there's a naked dude in the town's fountain yeah i see that that's kind of amazing i don't know what's going on (laughs) 
All right, that still count, Luke and Luke. All it's right. on Switch now. <laughs> you know, the perfect place for a game like this. Yay! <laughs> it's been on PC, Mac, and Linux since last year. All right, Light Apprentice. This is a game that apparently came out a while ago on iOS, Android. It is now coming to PC and Mac via Steam on November 10th. It is an RPG. Originally, it was released episodically. You would buy, like each chapter individually and it's like a comic book you buy the comic book and now you get to play through the story of that comic book it looks turn-based um you have to make choices to like choose who you're siding with and stuff and uh we watched the trailer it looks amazing i have no info about on the game um and and i were like how did we miss this and apparently Light it's just an Apprentice rpg that HD. came out a while ago on ios so yep, found it um it's 10 bucks on Steam. It's 10 bucks on iOS if you want like the full version that's made for iPad Pros. Otherwise, if you get the version that's made for everything except iPad Pros, yes, I don't know. That's a weird thing they chose to do to bundle the games like that. Um, that's a little bit less, but you have to buy the chapters individually in that one. Um, anyway, it's coming to PC. Wow. That's the news. So they literally just updated the app 10 minutes ago. Oh, I was wondering about that. Okay. What's in the new one? Okay. I'll look it up later. That's interesting. <laughs> the stunning version of this stunning version of Light Apprentice is now optimized again for iPad Pro. Again. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to read that a little later. All right. Uh, next game is Left Hand Path. This is from Strange Company. It's a, a virtual reality horror RPG. Um, it is early access as anything. Um, it's 30 bucks. They're going for Inspired by Dark Souls, and they put you in a spellcaster who's in a dark castle and beset by gruesome creatures. Guys, it looks rough. Watch the trailer before you jump into it. Um, I don't know where the RPG part is because it wasn't really shown well in the trailer, but you do get to buy equipment. I guess that's part of it. I don't know. The next one, I'm super excited. Kit Fox Games, the people who made Moon Hunters, they've announced a game called Boyfriend Dungeon. You date your weapons. It's a dating sim hack and slash. You, you you find weapons in treasure chests. They have human forms, and you can you can date them out on dates between going through dungeons. And there's all sorts of weapons to find and and woo. Um, it's coming out in 2019. Uh, it's an amazing mashup genre thing. I don't know if it's going to be any good. So I'm but I love the concept. guessing that they've announced it this early because they're going to do like a crowdfunding. You think? Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, well, needless to say, I'm going to prefer blunt force weapons in this game. Yeah, Just saying. But um, <sighs> there is a cat apparently. That you yeah, can go on so dates with, which I don't understand war, how that here's works. Here's a dagger. Here's an AP. Here's a question mark. Yeah, apparently there's a cat. There was a cat in the trailer. Okay, that dude that just popped up in the stream, AJ, is pretty hot. Yeah, that's a tall war. <laughs> but yeah, someone was showing this to me on Twitter yesterday, and I was like, this is pretty amazing. Trying to find this cat frame, but it's like impossible Ugh, to stop the video on it. All right. I got to see what kind of weapon this is. Oh, it's just a big looking sword. There we go. There, there it is. Get that rid of that. Uh-huh. All right. So I don't know what's up with that. Maybe it just becomes your friend. 
or it gets real weird. <laughs> Hiyaki Castle from uh, Japanese developer Asakusa Studios. It's a horror RPG. Uh, it's going to be out on November 15th on Steam, on PC. Real-time dungeon crawling RPG. And this one, think um, Japanese horror monsters. So like ladies, uh, lady heads on just a human leg um, and weird Japanese-style demons and stuff. Um, in a game that's structured like Legend of Grimrock. So you're walking around in a first-person dungeon. Um, th- it's all 3D, and you're like, whack, whack, kill the monster, kill the monster, kill the monster, try not to die. Um, their twist on this one is that you can split up the party to solve puzzles and flank enemies. So you will have the screen will split into two, and you've got one part of your party on the left side and part of your party on the right side, and you have to control them at the same time, and that seems very confusing to me. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's the game. And uh, this one looks very creepy. <laughs> so, Are you going to try to convince me that I should play this game? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Not even going to try. Just checking. <laughs> Not even going to try. <laughs> I don't even think you would like Grimrock, so. No. I've seen you play it. I have no interest in it. All right. Well, we have two uh, two reviews up right now. We have... Alex ba- wrote a review. Well, okay. We have two reviews up right now. The first is the Battle Chasers review that Pascal said he was working on last week. It's done. It's up. Four and a half out of five. He liked it. Go read that. Figure out why. Um, what is that on? Is that on Switch? No? What is that Not on? yet. It's, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be coming to Switch at some point, but they haven't announced the date yet. So, so that looks I like a good PC Switch game. PC Mac right now? No, it's PS4 is what he played. Oh, hang on. Battle Chasers yeah. Night War. So PC Mac, PS4, and Xbox One right now. Okay. And it will be Switch soon? Hmm. Yeah. Let me see if I need to add that to my 2017 list. All right. And then we have a review for Golf Story Up from Mr. Alex Fuller. And the number of golf go- jokes that flew around Twitter while Alex was playing this game was terrible. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, three and a half out of five. Um, yeah. The uh, match plane. T- okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just reading through his pluses and minuses. And uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, if you haven't heard enough about Golf Story from here on the... On was the, the Golf RPG GBC? I thought it was GBA. No, it's Game by Color. Well, there must have been a second one. There might have been one afterwards, but yeah. Okay. The, one, the one I remember playing was um, Game by Color. Okay. There was definitely a second one then, because I remember playing it on the Game I thought there were three of them. No? Well, or there did... was also a tennis one. Oh, okay. I thought there was like an N64 one or something. No. no. Okay. Well, uh, time for briefs. Boxers? No, briefs. Oh. Warhammer 40K Inquisitor is adding a console publisher. So Neocore Games says they're going to team up with Big Ben Interactive to put it on the consoles. Um, and they're going to do that quarter one, 2018. The PC version is currently on early access on Steam. Pokemon put up some trailers for Z Moves in the new Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon games. And Kelly watched them and got super excited. I yes, watched I them and got super excited. Oh, you both watched them and got super excited. Okay. So, more Pokemans. Pokemans. That's coming out November 17th, by the way. Um, Strange Journey Redux. Got a side-scroller, and it looks amazing! Jack Frost and Pyrojack team up in a side-scroller PC game that Atlas put on their Japanese website for free. Unfortunately, yeah, it is not localized. No, it's all 
it's and it's just it's like a promotional just thing. Enough Japanese that I can't play it. Like yeah. I I downloaded the zip file. I have not installed it yet, though. I'm sure someone somewhere is going to probably put out Band a translation. Translate it? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. just like ah. I think there already is one. Is there? Of course there I is. I Yeah. It's been up for like a day, Anna. Why wouldn't there be a fan translation? <laughs> Where do you go for these? I was we'll seeing people on Twitter saying that they would have bought this like on the eShop. I know. It's I so don't know good. why they didn't sell it. But all right. It's better than some of the indie games we get. <laughs> all right. Uh, God Eater 3 has some um, media out now if you want to see what that game's shaping up to look like. I know it was announced. Wheels is so excited for this. Oh. It looks, uh, looks PS4-y. Yeah, and Looks I mean, like this, is, this is weird because they announced this game. It's just, here is God Eater 3. Mm -hmm. By the way, we have no release date and no platforms. I don't think these are Vita images, Alex. He said No, but that wasn't expected. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it just, it looks like God Eater. Oh, I, sorry. I thought you said Vita. I'm sorry. <laughs> I misheard you. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's God Eater Three. Go uh, ogle over the the screenshots, which are probably like Xbox One X, PS4, or PC, or all three. So uh, we had a PS4 Pro. Oh yeah, we had a question of the week last week about what you feel about loot boxes. So Budai Ronin. Apparently, people felt really tepid because we didn't get a lot of feedback. Yeah, podcast at rpgamer.com is where you can email us. Nobody's emailing us lately. Do people not like email? Forums at rpgamer.com or 608-729-4098 if you want to leave a voicemail plate right here on the show. Budai says, I think the danger of loot boxes is when developers start tweaking the balance of the game. For instance, if the developer sees they can slow down the pace of progress and it shows a 25% increase in loot box profit. This is a scenario that would potentially hurt the player, even if they don't buy loot boxes, and what some have accused Shadow of Mordor and NBA 2K18 of doing. To what extent, I do not know. You could go further and say even Diablo 3 originally um, scaled their loot in this manner, even if it wasn't tied to a specific box mechanic. I don't look forward to a day when an RPG I really watch slows leveling down to the point where I felt I needed an item or bonus from a loot box if it ever comes to that. Which I say, Tales of seems to already be going that way. But e I don't think they slow the leveling down. I think they just offer you the the, the level yeah, of they, items. Yeah, they basically offer you a load of ways to skip the leveling. Yeah. So Neptunia yeah. offers this. Oh really? Where there's like usually a ninety nine cent item that you can buy that like triples the experience rate. <laughs> okay. Just you like, still yeah, I, the like idea actually done it for a while as well. Yeah. For a dollar, that's interesting, but does it ruin the game? Nah. No? So you just do it? In fact, I was actually kind of hoping that they would offer it for Mary Skelter. Yeah. Because it was really slow to level up at first. Um, and I totally would have slapped down that 99 cents. <laughs> and in a way, Atlas has been doing it, too, with offering leveling maps. Oh, yeah. They do leveling for maps the... for like all of Fire their Emblem major does titles. That. Fire Emblem's doing that. Yep. I mean, this kind of already... We already have this. We're in the extent. bad ending. We're in the bad ending. We're in the wrong timeline, guys. Well, the other side is you're, at least you're still doing the work to get the leveling. Okay. Right. And I mean, here's the thing is, is even though Neptunia... <laughs> some people have complained about this. Neptunia offers that like triple XP item for 99 cents and you still have to build it in the game. So you still <laughs> have to go and find the items to make it. I like that. That's good. <laughs> That's clever. I like that. People get mad about that. Yeah, of course they do. 
All right. Victor says on the forums, I'm fine with all loot boxes and free-to-play games. I'm fine with loot boxes and paid games if they only contain cosmetic items and d- that don't affect gameplay. I believe Heroes of the Storm and Overwatch loot boxes are like this. Yep. Gameplay altering loot boxes and paid games need to die in a fight. <laughs> there are already tons of free-to-play and budget-priced RPGs that deliberately slow down price process progress yet have in-app purchases to speed up progress mostly on mobile systems it can be argued that amiibo speed up progress in certain nintendo games that is true i recently played two 3ds chemco rpgs that was your first mistake cronus arc <laughs> and justice chronicles <laughs> oh, Chris. that were originally paid games with in-app purchases their 3ds versions do not have in-game purchases instead the game's default price is slightly higher and the games have been tweaked so that formerly premium perks can be obtained through rope grinding is this the future of budget-priced RPGs in general? I hope not. <laughs> Probably for a while. And, <laughs> and I, people have been arguing that they should just eliminate loot boxes and make games more expensive, but I don't necessarily agree with that either because I don't want to pay like $80 for a game to compensate for loot boxes that I'm never going to buy anyway. At least that's how I feel about the whole situation. Uh, I, I, it's really going to depend on the game how I would feel about that. That that's true. I don't know. I just I feel like making the games more expensive is is kind of a punishment in a way for people that don't imbue in the loot boxes and don't give two craps about them. Alright, let's see what else Just we got. Just <laughs> Alright, so what do we got? Uh, Alright, it's time for new releases, folks. No, wait. If you Do we have a question of the week? Um, we need to think of one. We keep forgetting um, how, one. How, how about what game would you like to see as a Musou game? Or what series Haven't would make a good... have we already done that? We've done that. Yeah. We have? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we genericize it to like what cross non RPG thing would you like to see of an RPG series? And, yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, just write in, ask us questions. Yeah, <laughs> just, let's do an open forum. Open ask forum. us questions. AMA. Yes. Or is it an AUA? I guess so. Cool. All right. Time for now playing or what's new releases? That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> On PS4, it looks like Blackguards 2 is coming out. Um, let's see. Oh, I forgot to filter these. I'm sorry, guys. Abyss: The Wrath of the Eden. Rates of the Eden. Is this a? Is this an RPG? No. Right, I think so. so. Yep. Um, Deer Hunter Reloaded is not an RPG. <laughs> Just Dance 2018, probably not. Knights of Azure 2: Bridge of the New Moon. That's 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 when we cover, right? Bride. 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 What did I say? Bridge. Bridge. Bridge of the New Moon. I prefer my title. This is this is the Lezzy Ladies get it on again. Oh, okay. Uh Rugby 18 probably not an RPG. Destiny nor... 2? Um Destiny, Destiny 2, 2 is coming to PC. Yeah. Uh, we're not at PC yet. Oh, sorry. Yomawari Midnight Shadows, do we cover that? I don't think so. Okay. Nah. It's got a Japanese name, so I figured. Okay. Oh, it's a survival well, horror. All right. Yeah, it's so, only America. So just Blackguards 2 and Knights of Azure 2. Um, so. Ask Creed? Nope. That's not out this week. 27th. It's Friday. Yeah, that's... What? My things all failed me. Are you sure? 
Are you sure? Sword Art Online? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. You guys are getting ahead of me. Just chill out a little. <laughs> I gotta I got I got I gotta have my dignity here. Did I miss all of this somehow? Mm-hmm. No, no, don't just answer it that quickly. If you're that sure, that means I'm terrible. Okay, Assassin's Creed isn't an RPG, is it? We cover it. This one is. They they have marketed Origins as an RPG. So Assassin's Creed Origins, Blackguards 2, and Knights of Azure 2 for PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We're agreed? Yeah. Lock it in? Where would you find this sword art, Anna, that you think is coming out? Uh, the PC oh, version the, of... Oh, we're not yeah, on the, PC the yet. The news that we covered earlier. Oh yeah, <laughs> we haven't gotten to PC yet. Next <sighs> is Switch. All right. Knights of Azure 2. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors kind of just came out. Uh, Elliot Quest just hit. Mm-hmm. That's sort of an RPG, right? And Maybe. Not really. It's sort of Zelda-y. Um, yes, but that. according to you and Zelda-thon, Zelda's and not an RPG. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We have that. Uh, the Count Lucanor, that's out. We yeah. just talked about that. Uh-huh. Jackbox Party Back 4. That's uh, not an RPG. No, but it's it's important. Okay. No? Okay. So that's it. Um, we and we you got Just Dance 2018. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Just in case you needed to... We game in 2018. Nothing on Xbox One appears to be an RPG this week. Ask grade. Oh, right. That's on there. Let me let me put that in there. And 3DS, we got Fire Emblem Warriors. And... No, that's not an RPG. That was it. PS Vita, Chaos Child, which Alex is playing. Yep. Talked about it earlier. Um, and that one is not... All right. So on the PC. Now we got all your PC games. You got Destiny, your Destiny 2. 2, right? Yep. Um, and something about uh, we just covered Ask Sword Creed. Art Online. Oh, and, and Assassin's Creed. Sword Out Online Hollow Realization. Don't you understand the value of the service I provide? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't see any value. I'm an idiot. All right. So there's uh, there's your new releases for the week. Anyone going to play any of those? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. No. No one's picking no, up Assassin's possibly Creed. Knights, possibly Knights of Azure. Knights of Azure. Right. I need to play the first Leslie Ladies first. I you haven't. haven't <laughs> I have it. I, and it's apparently not very long. Like I, I have been told over and over again that I could knock it out in a weekend. I just need to do it. Yeah, it's very short. Um, I want to say like 20 hours, maybe even less than that. Yeah, I mean, I think Sam <laughs> said she beat it in 12 hours. Should I play but Assassin's Creed? That was... Oh. That was my surprise hit of last year. Knights I really Avengers? enjoyed. Yeah, I so, really enjoyed that game. So you're jumping on this one? Um, I, I would, but there's so much other stuff I've got to play. I might that's, put it on my Christmas list. Yeah, that's um, I'm I'm like I want to finish uh, Divinity Two. I want to finish this golf story thing. I might play through Fire Emblem. Should I actually get into Assassin's Creed for the podcast sake, since no one else is going to touch it? You could play I, like the non-combat mode where you just wander around Egypt and uh, <laughs> learning. I could just and, watch a documentary, <laughs> and the narrator tells you all about Egypt. Because <laughs> that's all I'm good at. I'm not good enough. You to could a real even game. stream it, Chris. Don't you have a history of buying Assassin's Creed games and never touching yep, them? Correct. Sure do. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to, wanna... skipped, I've skipped Assassin's Creed three. And the Vita ones. I don't own any of those. Which is funny, because aren't the Vita ones, especially the ones with the girls, supposed to be pretty good? Yeah. 
depends who you ask, right? Oh, ask Glenn. Uh, Glenn is slightly pro anything on the PlayStation platform. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. He finds joy in all titles, and so it's hard to get a good read on whether or not it's going to be good for you, just off his advice. That's the way I find it for me. I don't know. Anyway, so the next thing I'm going to talk. Oh, wait. I not, I need to know what you are going to play next week. Anna Marie, what are you playing? <laughs> okay, Dog and Ropa for Anna Marie. Alex, what are you playing? Uh, Fire Emblem, always. Fire Emblem. Josh, what are you playing? Summer Night 6. Summer Night 6. I'm playing the same things I've been trying to play forever. Divinity 2, Final Fantasy 14, and maybe now Call Fire Emblem Warriors. Well, Call Story. F- that'll be done. I'm going to finish that like okay. tonight. Okay. Um, and then you forgot me. You do that. Kelly, I was about to say it. Kelly, what are you going to play? Okay. Ease 8. Ease 8. Going to finish that, huh? Yeah. All right. Good. That's a show. Now, I would like to talk to you about something I'm playing that's way more important than any of the stuff we just talked about, anything going on in this show. I'm talking to you about Extra Life. That is a charity event we do every year where we're raising money to help heal sick kids. So I'm playing for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin, and I need your help. Uh, I need donations. So I need you to go to extra-life.org slash the... Oh, I have this written down. Right. I, I did this on purpose. Slash participant slash C privateer. And it's linked in the show notes. It's, uh, it's linked on the forum thread. Um, it's linked in places. But uh, Or just search Chris Privateer on, on the Extra Life site. I need your donations to help heal kids, so will you please sponsor me? I'll be playing games for 24 hours on November 4th. Uh, I'm going to do it with my good friends over at PS Nation. We're all crowding into a house. Um, There's going to be a stream up at twitch.tv slash PS Nation, and it'll be, I'm sure, lots of fun hijinks and Sony games and all around. Um, If you you would be so kind as to donate and help me heal kids, I would really appreciate it, and so will the kids. we were talking about money that goes towards research, supplies, entertainment, all sorts of things to help the kids and the Children's Hospital. And I know um, the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin is actually really involved, and it's a big deal, this fundraiser for them. So this stuff actually matters. So I greatly appreciate anything you can give, um, just a dollar, um, maybe a dollar an hour. That's a that's a great donation target. But whatever you can do, anything, greatly appreciated. Um, yeah. And so that's that's extra life. It's coming up quick here, so I do need your help soon. Otherwise, I'm not going to hit my goal. So I, all I want to do is hit 500 bucks this year, trying to keep it uh, simple, um, because Anna and I didn't have time to do. Our lives just can't fit with a RP gamer focused stream and contest and all that sort of crazy stuff. So anything you do, uh, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, that's extra life. Thank you very much. Um, and that's our show for this week, folks. How do you feel? You feel tired? I feel good. You feel good. All right. Good. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be live next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, uh, as we are most weeks. Um, I guess I won't be live on Extra Life Week, but you'll be able to just come on over to the uh, the Twitch stream and harass me there. So that's good. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, Twitch us. Follow us on the, the YouTubes and the Twitters and the Facebooks and all that stuff. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, Kelly. Bye, Alex. Uh, bye. bye, Josh. Bye, Anna. Bye. Bye. Bye, dear listener. Spend your experience points wisely. <laughs>